0: It's just
1: like, oh, what are you doing? What are you doing? Uh. (laughs) And gentlemen, and welcome to the film find the best movie podcast ever. Assuming you've never listened to a movie podcast before, I am your host, Adam Porches. We're a day late, but we're back, and I'm joined as always by Matt Smith. What's happening, man?
0: I'm also a dollar short, so if you guys want to like uh, fund me, um, <laughs> do I have to like uh, do something awful for people to just give me an obscene amount of money?
1: I'll mm, do it. Maybe
0: go I'm... fund me, motherfuckers. Go fund uh, this, yeah. <laughs> How you doing
1: today, uh, Adam? Oh, we're getting there, we're getting there. Got a new dog, he's a, you know, little little tiny
0: baby puppy, and it's all like, I'm,
1: look, I'm cute as shit, but I'm gonna shit on stuff, so hope you enjoy yeah. that mess.
0: He is cute. I imagine he does massive turds. Um,
1: They're not as massive, well, I mean, they're not as massive as, as they are just squishy. Yeah, that's the that's the worst part is the squishiness where it's just like I I, I need, you know, if I'm going to pick up something with the with the little bag and put it in the proper receptacle there outside and everything, it, it should form into one piece instead of embedding itself into the grass and becoming part of the earth. Mm-hmm. That's a little much. So, eh. yeah, once we get past the the uh, the squishy poop phase, I think we'll be OK.
0: <laughs> well, good luck.
1: Yeah. Good luck. So he's going to be big. So he's going to take some nice brr, solid shock chunks of shit <laughs> at some point. I'm I'm more than certain.
0: We're going to have a great show tonight uh, because we've opened up with a solid minute on shit.
1: Hey, there's another movie that we're going to talk about today that has a lot to do with shit. So we're going to
0: that's that is true.
1: We're going to talk uh, about Mission that.
0: Mission Impossible Rogue Nation has <laughs> so many poops in it.
1: So scatological <laughs> that Mission Impossible is. Let me tell you.
0: <laughs> I mean. Yeah.
1: Tom Cruise and Poop, man. I mean, what are you going to do? They go hand in hand. What are you going to do? Yeah, so the show is a little bit later than usual because yesterday, as opposed to, uh, you know, recording the show, which I probably could have done, but I was just, I was too tired and, like, I called out of work today, so, like, I slept half the day because, like, this dog's been driving me up the goddamn wall, so... I had to get some I had to get everything together I had to clean i had, my, my house was filthy <laughs> mm-hmm. so I had to clean things up and I had to return an old dog cage that was uh it was the first Kong product I ever bought that kind of sucked right. uh, but I got another cage got that sent to uh, Amazon sent that in it was cheaper than the other one and works better so that's that's a good thing so i have just been driving myself rampant but last night, as opposed to recording this show, I recorded a, an episode of outside the cinema i uh, guessed on that one again Chris was out this week, so i uh Heartily jumped in and said, "Sure, I'll uh, I'll do that. I'll make my stupid face known," and uh, so I'll talk about uh, briefly in what we've been watching because I haven't watched much else uh, about what I kind of watched there and all that kind of jazz. But uh, yeah, right so. on. So we're going to be reviewing Vacation and Mission Impossible: Rogue Nation today, and uh, that'll be it. Uh, so well, I don't, I don't anticipate an overly long show. So, but no, but nice, tight, concise. And good information, yeah. That's very insightful. Yes, maybe that's what I'm aiming for. <laughs> or it could just be a load of garbage, and it's pretty much where we've always kind of been. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's either a little bit of column A, maybe a little bit of column B. I don't know. Well, um, yeah. so let's get into it, man. You've been watching anything as of uh, of note as of yet?
0: As uh, of late? Yeah. So I um, I I actually this week finally got around to watching the first episode. I know lots of time spent watching stuff, uh, of the CW's I zombie, which is already the season's done, but, uh, you know, right. Fuck it, I have my means and, uh, it's really good so far. I I'm a big fan of that comic book, uh, by Mike Allred, And I forget the fucking writer right now. Um, Jane Eyre. Damn it. Yes. Jane Eyre. And, uh, anyway, um, It's, it's good. I think the show's good. So, so for those of you not familiar, iZombie is, uh, is a comic book about, and now a TV series about a woman who dies in a zombie attack, but comes back to life and, uh, is not quite dead. I mean, she's undead, but you know, not full on raging zombies. Like she just got scratched and through some anomaly is cognizant. Um, and so she was a promising, uh, like, surgeon, um, but now she works in a morgue, uh, because as she is a zombie, she has a, a, a taste for brains, and the morgue is a ready supply of them. Um,
1: well, the Johnson and, family came in, it's time that we get their brains well, out and- Bury him in the backyard.
0: Well, except she discovers that she, when she eats the brain, she can pu- uh, gain access to the person's memories.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I kind of remember and, the conceit. And so
0: thing. she ends up, like, becoming a homicide detective, uh, basically. <laughs> Only um, in the
1: world of comic books could that be a
0: thing. Yeah, I mean, it's a great fucking conceit. It's cr- great. Right? Fun. It's fun, uh, no doubt. <laughs> it's just like, um, I ate
1: his brains, and guess what? I know who the killer is.
0: <laughs> so, uh, well, it, it's not that specific, right? She gets, like, snippets. It's kind of, she passes it off to the people who don't know what she is which is most people um as uh like psychic ability right she gets snippets of information that she's able to say oh let's go check this person out or see what's over here that kind of thing does
1: does more information come out depending upon how she how she cooks the brain or what part she eats (laughs)
0: Uh, no, although,
1: um, cerebellum tips, it's it a lot it works of kind of
0: like sense memory, right? So the way that like, if she goes into an apartment that they've been led to for some reason, something there may trigger one of the memories. Okay. Um, but it's a really good, uh, fun, tight little show. Uh, it's from Rob Thomas who, uh, created Veronica Mars. Uh, it's stylistically and tonally very similar. And um, some
1: great music in the
0: early 2000s. <laughs> mm-hmm and uh yes that, same know, rob but... thomas uh definitely made really shitty music it's 3 a.m
1: <laughs> i must be a zombie <laughs> but
0: uh no I, I recommend it i'm gonna i can't wait to power through the rest of the the episodes this week uh sometime i was in charleston again so uh like we were on actual vacation this weekend not of the uh National Lampoon's no, even though it's not me. National Lampoon anymore. Um Yeah,
1: do you know anything about the history of that? I don't I mean I didn't do any I just I kind of thought about that while I was driving back today and I was just like, you know, it's not in there. I wonder what that is.
0: I don't know except uh there was an interesting piece that I was uh reading online that's been going around and I can't remember where it's from but maybe I should look it up so we can maybe put it in the show notes that's about how uh uh basically in the past decade, the national lampoon brand has itself become a joke. Um, One might so say I, they've like, lampooned so basically their own. <laughs> since Van Wilder, right. It's become known for a certain type of bullshit. Yeah. Uh, mostly direct to video, mostly nude, mostly marketed towards, uh, teenage douchebags. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I would not be surprised if that has something to do with it. Um, I also think that maybe Vacation's uh dual identity as both a like soft reboot and a sequel maybe has something to do with it. Maybe like as a way of differentiating the two. Um no, I don't know. Because the other one but, was
1: just also called Vacation, so National yes. Lampoons Vacation. So this one right. is just plain old vacation.
0: Right. Um anyway, I that is not what I've been watching. I mean I have been watching that. But <laughs> But no, uh, this uh, i Zombie, fucking good. Uh, we were on vacation, um, and uh, so I didn't really watch that much. I kind of just hung out at the beach most of the time. So I know that's boring for you guys to listen to. I can tell you about my dog running through the surf if you want. I, I didn't take out of photos. Outdoor
1: adventures—that is not what this show is about. <laughs>
0: Uh, so yeah no movies uh, what you been doing? Indoor bro. tell children. us about your tell us about your outside the cinema experience
1: uh, it was a good time filling in for mr Chris there he was out uh you know hunting you know beavers I don't know what he does uh, <laughs> I have no real knowledge of of why he was out but he was out for the uh for the week here
0: Going out a big mound beaver
1: yep and uh so we had a um you know we did an early show because uh, uh, bill had some other things to do so we were like Monday night I was like hey alright, sure i'll uh, I'll jump in. Uh, so the movies that we uh covered on the show will be uh Zipperface, a movie from nineteen ninety two that looks like it was uh, you know, actually recorded in probably nineteen eighty six. Um it it's kind of billed as a um as as kind of a slasher type flick. It's completely not that. Um it's 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 not good. <laughs> it's not good. As well, here's the thing, and 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 I've told Bill this many times. Like, I don't know how those two don't kill each other, or themselves, rather. I'm sure. Well, they kill each other is the other thing, but the kill themselves just for having to like. I mean, you think that like with the new release garbage that we end up having to watch here, um, to watch garbage that was even garbage back, you know, twenty, thirty years out. ago. Yeah. Yikes. Uh, so that's a big thing. So uh, we watched Zipperface. Face, uh, you know, no one of note in it <laughs> that you've ever heard of, I don't think. Um, and then we watched the uh, kind of mockumentary, pseudo-documentary, um, the great rock and roll swindle about the Sex Pistols. Is basically Malcolm McLaren uh, jacking off and saying how great and amazing person he is and how he invented punk rock in order to make a million dollars and blah, 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 blah. Um, it's fun to see the, you know, I mean, there's some good music stuff in there. The stuff that's, the, the bullshit that's in there that just surrounds it. All those stuff involving McLaren waxing, waxing on about how, uh, you know, basically how much of a genius he is and, you know, how to mm-hmm. fuck over the world with your, you know, wiles and, you know, intelligence and whatever. It's like, go fuck yourself. And, uh, you know, and of course it's all come out, you know, many, you know, obviously a lot later and stuff that, you know, he is just a a bullshit artist of the, you know, nth degree. Uh, he did not come up with a band. They were actually a band and then formed and then asked him to become their manager and all this other shit. And, you know, it's just, he, he's, a, he's a douche. Uh, but, you know, unless you're like a hardcore, you know, Sex Pistols fan that has to see everything, but you can probably see most of the, you know, kind of uh, music video or behind-the-scenes stuff or whatever on fucking YouTube, so but you know we get into it a little bit more in depth and stuff and uh we break down a cool list about um that, that really I wish you would have been there cuz you probably would have been a lot more succinct than I would and I hope I don't come off as racist <laughs> because it was um we broke down a a top uh 10 list from somebody who had like the most um uh like horrible depictions of race in in movies or something uh-huh and um
0: was one of them uh Mickey Rooney and Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yes,
1: that was one of the only ones that I felt actually, you know, deserved to be on the list that he wrote. A lot of the list had to do, you know, really with things that were, you know, Hays Code era type shit, to where they just they couldn't do what they you couldn't have these actors on screen.
0: And it's oh, yeah, not. Yeah, I know it's a very complicated, fucked up. History. Yeah,
1: I mean it's I I and I can't sit there and yell at the filmmakers for you know. You know, Yul Brenner being in The King and I. I mean, now, granted, right. that's that's post that era, obviously. But, you know, things like that where it's just like at the, at the end of the day, what actor are you going to get uh, that's going to be of the proper ethnicity that's going to open up a film like Yul Brenner would? You, you couldn't. So, yeah. I mean, that's it's a very – I know it's a touchy subject sometimes, but uh, I don't know. It was fun. But the number one thing on that uh, – I'll just leave it to listeners to go download that episode because the number one uh, thing – this guy, he comes off as a real snooty kind of, you know, artsy fartsy kind of guy and stuff, and purports himself to be, you know, much better person than he is. And then his number one answer is, like, "You got to be fucking kidding me!" So, uh, outside the cinema, that should be uh, out on third, out on Wednesday. So uh, go check that out. Uh, other than that, um, just some Seinfeld stuff. Just still banging out that and. Um, that's about it. No, nothing nothing too awful much, I guess. Right on. I'll be going to see uh, The Tribe tomorrow night, though. That should be interesting. So a movie all about, uh, about deaf kids and stuff, and mm-hmm. uh, the bad things that they get into, and uh, the movie is entirely um, done in sign, la- sign language, and there mm-hmm. are no subtitles. That's right. So it's going to be very interesting to see that. So I'm going to um, see that tomorrow night.
0: There's also, yeah, there's no soundtrack, right? No music, no I nothing. don't know
1: if there's no soundtrack or not. I'm not 100%. I, I think
0: it's absolutely nothing. If, there, if there's
1: absolutely nothing, I'm going to bring a pair of he- uh, uh, headphones, a uh, pair of earplugs just in case. Because I mean, if there's absolutely no soundtrack, I'm going to plug those in even more so just to you know, kind of really get the real deprivation of everything. Yeah, other than, other than the the image that's on screen so i i think it's going to be very interesting so i'm i'm very down with that so i'll be seeing that and i think i'm going to probably sneak in uh you know this is a little uh, <laughs> a little sneak preview but i think i'm going to sneak in mission impossible as well my dad was gone this weekend and he really wants to see it and he likes seeing movies with his kids so uh, we all kind of meet up dad at the theater and kind of check out the stuff out so probably really? do that and then of course we got fantastic four next week so uh you know times will be spent at the at the theater um, so yeah, that's, that's about it. So let's, uh, let's jump into our, uh, first, we're going to do Vacation first. I think that's the first, I think that's the yeah. Let's the do one it. we can bang out the quickest here. So here is the trailer for our first new release review, Vacation. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I love this song. Everybody sing it with me.
0: There used to be a great tower alone on the sea. Did you know that when it snowed, my eyes become alive and the light that you shine can be seen? Go to sleep! Go to sleep! Baby, I compare you to a kiss from a rose on the gray. I can't believe no one in this family wants to sing. Wally World, here we come. What the hell is that? That's a 2015 Tartan Prancer. It's the Honda of Albania. Let's hit the road.
1: What kind of asshole would drive his family cross-country? <laughs> Audrey, Dad wanted us to be close, and that's all I want for my family. Family
0: is the most important thing there is. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, folks! You must be the Fung family. Huh? I'm just messing you! Look at his face, is like, Fungs? Huh? Stop talking to me. Sh- Sheila, Sheila, do you like school this year? That's okay. So, do you like school this year? That's seriously what you sound like. Just shut up. You gotta go faster, Dad. The printer doesn't go any faster. Okay, well, maybe if I press this rapid button, it'll, like, give it a boost or something. Yes, What? What is happening? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. see me rolling. Wow. It looks like somebody blew their head off. Freeze! This trip's been a nightmare. You would a dream to take your family to Wally World. Never let that go. What kind of a family are you? We're the Griswolds. You piece of ass! Wow, this is beautiful. I say we call it Griswold Springs. Why does it smell like rotten nice? eggs? Well, that's the sulfur, buddy. Yeah. It's natural. I don't I don't know. Know. We should jar this stuff. I don't think this is a hot spring. Found a dart. Are you crazy? Yeah, everybody on a We're naked and covered in human waste.
1: Oh, come on, sweetheart. We don't know that it's human. All right, that was the trailer for Vacation, our first uh, new release review of the week. Here is the IMDb logline. Rusty Griswold takes his family Takes his own family on a road trip to Wally World in order to spice things up with his wife and reconnect with his son. This is directed by uh, John Francis uh, Daly and Jonathan mm-hmm. M. Goldstein, written by uh, them and somebody else, so I'm not going to click on that thing. Of Probably course, somebody who gets a credit. Yeah, somebody who gets a credit for the the characters for original or something. Uh, Starry Ed Helms, Christina Applegates. That, that
0: someone, by the way, is John Hughes.
1: <laughs> that John Hughes guy. That John Hughes guy. Whoever the fuck that is. Uh, Skylar Gisondo, I'm sorry, that's your name, bro. Uh, Steel Stibbens, Chris Hemsworth, Leslie Mann, Chevy Chase, Beverly D'Angelo, Charlie Day, and a handful of others. Um... So this
0: was Wait a fucking minute. John Francis Daly is what? one of the actors in Freaks and Geeks.
1: Who, who did I what now? Yeah, you heard me. Okay.
0: John Francis Daly. I mean, I know he's done a ton of screen. I mean, I wasn't shit.
1: shitting on that guy.
0: No, I just didn't realize that's who the fuck it was. I knew that he had like uh, been in a lot of stuff. Uh, oh, he was. The, he was name. the.
1: He was the kind of little guy. Mm
0: -hmm. Okay. Yeah. 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 I I recognize his face now. Looking at him, uh, all grown up. Yeah. Anyway, I knew he'd written like horrible bosses and shit. But Jesus, I totally forgot. I mean, I knew the guy's name who had written that shit.
1: Yeah, which which we we didn't. I don't think we we didn't like it, but we didn't absolutely hate it. I don't think. No.
0: I mean, it's funny. For for what it was. Which which by the way, is kind of what this movie is. It's funny.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's some funny stuff in this. Um, so, I mean, what were your thoughts? I mean, let's let, let's wind the clock back a little bit. What, what, what are your thoughts on the vacation movies? Are you a fan of those?
0: I really like the first one. I think European Vacation is uh, a little silly, but works. Mm-hmm. Um, the rest of them don't give a shit about any of it. Mm.
1: Interesting. Uh- <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know you.
1: Um, I, 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 I like the first one. I think I'm I'm I feel about the same on the second one. Um, w- with European, um, it, it's okay. I like it well enough. I'm not as good as the first, obviously. Um, but it, it, Christmas Vacation is a staple in the portress household. <laughs>
0: Christmas Vacation is really good. Uh, but I don't. I'm not crazy about it. I don't know why it never clicked. I always felt like it was more. Um, it was more about Randy Quaid than anybody else
1: okay, I mean, I can, um
0: which is enough. perfectly fine right but there's something in the formula that just never clicked for me um i never liked his character as much as everybody else seems to and so I, I don't know like it's hit or miss like i'll watch it if it's on it's funny um but i i can i probably feel the same about christmas vacation as i do the, uh, as i do european like i can take bits and pieces of it and leave bits and pieces of it
1: and i even you know and for the most part you know i mean i i kind of i mean obviously it's the the lesser of them all but i mean i kind of dug vegas vacation as well i didn't think oh, that no, was fuck terrible. That thing. i don't think it was terrible but nah, fuck it ah <laughs> uh, you convinced me <laughs> well
0: i mean well, look, I'm, not saying, look, I'm not saying advice. it's high
1: comedy but uh, you know i mean there's 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 worse ways
0: yeah, but you know, in the in the first like the first thing that's wrong with Vegas Vacation, you know what it is.
1: Um,
0: okay. It's fuck. It's fucking PG.
1: Is it is it just PG that one?
0: Just straight up, hmm. right? Which is a uh, fucking detriment.
1: Yeah, it should be at least PG thirteen. <laughs> Honestly, that's why I will say with this one, I was I was uh, getting into this movie. I, I was happy to see that it was going to be R and that they were going to go for it. Oh, yeah. Um but sadly I don't think they went for it enough.
0: I agree, although there are some moments that are like really hard are. And you're just like where the fuck did that come from? yeah, um,
1: there's it, it is it's 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 uneven in a lot of places
0: for sure. Yeah, but there are some really good uh gags and some really good sets uh in here and uh for that I I'm going to say like uh it's a soft recommend like you know, see it at some point, but you don't have to feel like you need to rush out or anything. But uh, here, here's another thing. Like, I liked everybody in this movie, maybe except for Ed Helms.
1: And I usually like Ed Helms a lot, but mm-hmm. I'm just. There if- was
0: something about his performance that was either. I, don't, I felt like it was just a little too idiotic. Does that mean? I mean, right, like, I, I get what they're going for, like, he's clearly the sibling that took after his father. Yeah. But I, I don't even think that Chevy Chase was as stupid in Vacation as Ed Helm's character is here.
1: Well, here's, here's the big differentiation to me between this and the other Vacation movies is, is the family itself overall and the family dynamics and everything, uh-huh. um... Now, granted, I I would say a lot of the shit is realistic between like the siblings and stuff, but you know yeah. realism doesn't always necessarily translate to good cinema. Um, but the, both of these little kids are are dicks, in 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 at certain times, especially the little kid. The little kid is a fucking asshole. Yeah, and, and and there are kids that are little fucking assholes, and you know, I mean, to be there's there's the annoying little brother, and then there's the annoying little brother turned to eleven. And, you know, I mean, I guess you can say that it t- takes a turn later in the movie or whatever. And sure, I guess. But I, it didn't work for me as much as I thought that it they, that it probably should have. Um, but you don't really you don't care about this family as a unit at all. No. Um, you know, th- it's not sympathetic. I mean, Chevy Chase's character in, in the Vacation movies, Clark is always trying his damnedest to really just have, you know, the Norman Rockwell painting of of his family come to life and it's just something that would never ever happen. And right. him just trying at, at his at his wits end to try to make everything as great as it possibly can and he's being a bit of a buffoon on the way. Mm. Um, Ed Helms' character yeah, number Rusty 1 Rusty is not quite that. Rusty should know better, number 1. And number 2, it 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 doesn't seem like a logical place for that character to have gone to in a way, not to that extreme that 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 yeah, as, I agree, ha, that right? he's portrayed I, as in like, this film
0: like for somebody who had who had the experiences of that character in those other films seems a little off
1: yeah you you'd think he'd be very much a homebody
0: <laughs> well that's the other weird thing right so so as much as this movie is a sequel uh Functionally it's also a remake. Um Rebake
1: slash almost reboot. So it's a, it's, but, it's all three of those things in one. <laughs>
0: but what's weirdest about it, right, is that like there's constant reference to the first vacation film. Mm-hmm. The rest of the stuff, outside of the the uh thing that um uh somebody says uh to Rusty, or Rusty says it about his crazy cousin, uh, you know, uh, yeah. or uncle. I forget what he's what's he'd fucking be, ring he'd be his uncle. relationship yeah, uncle he, right it says something about crazy uncle right but outside of that uh there's like no real reference to anything else in any of the other movies right it's I mean, all uh, outside of like film.
1: out of out of quick pictures yeah there, there's, there's there's a funny little scene. I mean, I, I do like how he's kind of looking back on memories and flips through and his, his him and his sister are different on every page. I, I find that. No, I mean, that th- was a funny little that, joke. No,
0: but right? Like, it's all, oh, well, you know, you're just trying to do this vacation. Well, there's no reason for him to try to do that vacation. Uh, I mean, like, theoretically, he could also do the European vacation again or, you know? Uh, well, yeah. And, and again, and,
1: also, it's, and, it's recreating and, uh, somebody, the worst moments in his life.
0: Yeah, and the and the thing that's like weird about it is like he just should not want to do it. You know what I mean? Like you know, like, it should
1: be something like, that he need. He should have been coaxed into doing. Yes. Like, because, because you know, he's yeah, trying he's to.
0: Yeah, he's all gung ho about it, and that makes no fucking sense.
1: No, he should. Yeah, exactly. So, Christina Applegate should have, like, her character should have been looking through, like, the photo gallery and stuff like that, and then just been like, you know what? You know, this seemed to bring your family together, blah, blah, blah. I've seen how you guys all act together. Why don't we recreate? And him just having a, nope, nope, this is the worst idea ever, and really have, I mean, you know, and I don't, I'm not going to, I'm not bagging on Christina Applegate right now. But I'm just saying I don't know that she would have necessarily been the character to to harness this. Maybe she could. I don't know. Um, but have that be the role of the wife, almost becoming the you know yeah. the Chevy Chase of that thing, and him really trying to be more of the straight thing. And Ed Helms can be a funny straight man too.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I mean that's the reason that Cedar Rapids works. Yeah. Right. Is is he's a straight guy to uh, to, to John C. Riley's bullshit artist, right? And here he's just this goofy buffoon. That's not, he's not as lackadaisical and whimsical and just trying to like do the right thing and failing like Chevy's uh, Clark does. Right. Uh, he's just too much, uh, one way or the other that, that said, I think he does a fine job. It's just, I think maybe the character isn't No, I don't blame, I don't
1: blame Ed Helms for this at all. I, I I blame, this is a script level problem.
0: Um, but I but I do like the cast. I thought that the the best uh, scenes in the whole movie were with Chris Hemsworth and Leslie Mann, um with Stone Crandall and Audrey, right? So I will I will
1: I will I will fight you on the, the underwear scene though. That just I mean, it was funny for four seconds and boy did they really
0: I so but what seems what so I liked about it was that it went on and on and on.
1: I I wish I wish they would have done what they ended up. Spoiler alert for the credits. Uh, I I wish they would have done something like oh, that yes. in that scene. Yeah, I think if so you would too. have if you would have taken that and drawn it to just just push it over that edge, just uh-huh. a touch more than you had it, then yes, you would have accomplished that, and you would have had that thing in horrible bosses that that brought that movie to a bigger thing where you pushed it to 11 in the bathroom scene to where if you would have done that here, it would have, it would have at least made that joke have a harder punchline to it at the end. Other than this guy's got a giant cock and you know, you just imagine it in this area.
0: Yeah. Well, and yeah, I I do agree, but, but I did think the length of the scene was what, yeah, the length of the scene was what made it work for me was that it just kept going on. I wish honestly in they'd that case, gone longer.
1: I, I was about to say, in that case, I wish it would have gone even longer. Because there is that 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 I mean, the, the Simpsons creators talk about it a lot where there's a the, here's something that's funny and we're gonna do it till it's uh, till it's not funny anymore, and then we're gonna keep doing it until it loops around and becomes funny again.
0: Yeah. Then that well, case I think they the needed the to push it in, further. It's the scene in they came together where Paul Rudd goes into the bar. Have you seen that movie? Um, it's the it's the David Wayne movie from a couple years ago it's no, like a parody of romantic comedies I with remember, Paul I've heard and people Amy talk Paul about R- it but I hadn't seen it now well there's this great scene in it uh, that's like I don't know like a minute, minute and a half long where uh, you know things aren't going well for Paul Rudd's character and he walks into the bar and gets a drink and the bartender uh, says uh, um, you don't look look so hot and he says uh, tell me about it and the bartender says well Uh, You came in here uh, looking like crap, and he sat down at the bar. And he takes a drink, and he goes, yeah, you can say that again. And the bartender goes, well, you came in here looking like crap, (laughs) sat down at the bar. And and, uh, he takes another drink and says, yeah, tell me about it. Well, you came in here looking like crap. (laughs) And it just does this for a minute. It's just like the logical progression of if you say this thing every single time in response to this bartender, he's going to say that same line again. And uh, I don't know how long, like 10 times maybe. Uh, it's fucking hilarious, right? But it's <laughs> it's that thing of like, it's really funny. And then the third time happens, you're like, wait a minute, how long is this going to go? And then five more times later, it's still happening. Uh, I, I think this plays off the same way. It wasn't long enough for you, but I thought it was pretty fucking funny. Yeah, if it had uh, gone
1: on maybe 30 seconds to a minute longer, I, I probably would have come back around because it was just like, oh, funny. Okay, I got it. And then I was just like, "Okay, I got it. Okay, I got it." If they could have gone, uh, "Okay, I got it," a little bit more, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe it would have, maybe it would have made that full circle for me.
0: Uh, the other thing, though, like I, I really mean, did I did like the their,
1: punctuation I, to the joke. I mean, I mm-hmm. it's, it's it's a little old timey, but you know, it is what it is. But
0: but I did like the uh, I did like the other scenes with them. Uh, right, the dinner scene was pretty funny, um, and Audrey talking about getting her part time job. I thought that was funny. She just kept and,
1: trying, like, I want to be a, yeah. an actual and, person who contributes to society. He's like, I'll be damned if that's going to happen.
0: Yeah, well, more like like obliviously, like...
1: Oh, yeah, no, uh, no, 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 know, no, 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 no. There's no need for that.
0: Yeah. And she's just oh, sort of, like, don't worry, I, as long as I'm alive, you don't need to do any of that. <laughs> you know? the, the look um, of
1: desperation in her eyes just like, I just want to do something.
0: But but also, uh, I feel like that whole sequence really uh, really does pay off with uh, with the cattle herding i th- i thought that payoff was funny because it's gross and weird and that i think is something that would have happened to chevy chase
1: yes but i think we should have seen more uh i mean i'm not going to spoil too much but i think we should have seen more of the cow just to put it that way and i do like the yeah. you know the other cows reaction to shit going on i
0: thought that yes. was fun. i love that
1: yeah, the it's the just like oh what are you great. doing what are you doing
0: uh, yeah, I don't know. I, uh, compared to some of the other things, right? Like the—I uh, mean—I enjoyed the Norman Reedus cameo, um, for what it was. Yeah. It was a little lackadaisical, uh, whimsical, whatever. I mean, it had—it uh, it had, it had a
1: punchline that I appreciated.
0: So, mm-hmm. uh, Keegan Michael Key was all right. Uh, I, and
1: again, it's another thing of like he does great with what he does. I wish he was in mm-hmm. it a little give, bit give more. A had a little something you know else which to do. One
0: fell flat for me though is the Charlie Day joke. Uh, I mean, his whole scene really was like what?
1: I mean, I get it. Like, and, I, and I've had kind of those tour guides in a way that are those kind of douchey. You know, kind of like I, everything's just a fucking joke. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I'm a, I'm a big fan of Charlie Day. I, I yeah, wish it, I, it, 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 it felt like there was a little something lacking. You're, you're not wrong. I mean, I don't think it was terrible, but it was just like, feels like something else could have been in there to, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's again. It's not a horrible movie, but it's 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 by no means you know a knockout. This is
0: a no. This is a hang on, see it, see it on Netflix at your own leisure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it made fifteen million at the box office compared to Mission Impossible's fifty five. I think. So that should tell you something.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, it is what it is.
0: Yeah. All right. So, uh, so so there you go. Vacation. There's that. Two uh, wait for it <laughs> two, two mildly amused wait for it.
1: Meh. What are you going to do? All right. So uh, next up, of course, is here is the trailer for Mission Impossible Ghost. R- no, Rogue Nation. They all have so many go- goddamn. Per- Ghost Nation Rogue Ghost Rogue. Protocols Nations, Part 6.
0: <laughs> the IMF is uniquely trained and highly motivated. Specialist without equal immune to any countermeasures, but it is an agency of chaos The time has come to dissolve the IMF now. I want you to choose your next words very carefully
1: Where is hunt?
0: Last I heard he was tracking the syndicate
1: How come the CIA has never discovered any Intel regarding the syndicate you want to play an answer or the truth? <laughs> We've never met before, right? Follow me. Benji? Ethan, where are you? The Syndicate is real. A rogue nation, trained to do what we do. An anti-IMF. Not, here I come. They're coming after us with everything they've got. You ready? You. This may very well be our last mission to make it count. So, what's the play?
0: You want to bring down the syndicate? It's impossible. we can trust her.
1: Desperate for times. Desperate for measures. Got
0: you your seatbelt on. You ask me that now. Oh hey boys, what did I miss?
1: That was a trailer for Mission Impossible Rogue Nation, our second rele- new release review of this week. IMDb, Plotline, Ethan, and Team take on their most impossible mission yet, eradicating the Syndicate, an international rogue organization as highly skilled as they are, committed to destroying the IMF. This is written and directed by Christopher McQuarrie, uh, who was uh, last week we saw doing um, uh, Jack Reacher, which I think we both right. liked.
0: Well, and and of course... Uh, he's well known as a screenwriter, big
1: screenwriter. Yeah, so yeah. did a, many other Tom Cruise vehicles in, as well.
0: Yeah, several Tom Cruise vehicles. Um, also, uh, uh, fuck the one everybody likes that I hate, Kaiser say. Usual suspects. Usual suspects. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that, yeah, was I big, so that. that was
1: his big thing back in the day. Then he had a real, mm-hmm. real kind of long, uh, you know, gestating, you know, lull there, of which Tom Cruise has brought him back from big time. Uh, this yeah, is a,
0: well, you know, after he uh, directed his first movie, The Way of the Gun, which uh, I which, thought was pretty good, I hate it.
1: <laughs> but, yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, cool. I'm maybe one of the only people you'll we'll ever meet that like that movie.
1: I think I knew um, one other.
0: <laughs> but but it's mostly uh, it's mostly based on uh, how much I like uh, Benicio del Toro in that movie. Fair enough. um but uh you know he had like an eight-year break i think between then and valkyrie and so uh it was it was largely the reception of way of the gun that kind of killed his uh reputation a little bit yeah um and i like valkyrie he, and he almost had a similar situation with uh the tourist <laughs> but uh once again that was a movie that i didn't mind but everybody else seemed to hate um but I think Tom Cruise just brought him back. Hey, well, you and the and Hollywood Foreign Press like works that with though, Brian right? Singer, right? So of course he's that terrible Jack and the Giant Slayer movie, and uh, but Edge of Tomorrow and Mission Impossible. So he's now done like four movies with uh, Tom Cruise. Right?
1: right? So yeah, can't beat that. And so of course Tom Cruise, Jeremy Renner, Simon Pegg, uh, Rebecca Ferguson, Ving Rhames, Sean Harris, and a uh,
0: slew full of others. And, and of course, Rebecca Alec Ferguson is so goddamn good in this movie. Yeah, she's... I mean, what has she been in? Because I, I I, don't... Uh, well, she was in also that terrible Dwayne Johnson Hercules movie. <laughs> but, um... No, you know where I knew her from was uh, this uh, TV series The White Queen. Okay. Um, that I think came on Stars a while back. It was just a limited series, like one season miniseries kind of deal. Um, she's really good in that. Um, she plays Queen Elizabeth. And, uh... That's where I knew her from, but I had I had to go home and look it up to rem- like, oh, yeah, that's because in in White Queen, she's blonde. Right. Yeah. So, so I was like, that looks like her, but I don't know. Um, so that's where I knew her from. Uh, she's fucking good in this movie, though, man. No,
1: she, she's a great.
0: I hope they like find a way to bring her back for the next one, because, of course, there's going to be a next one.
1: Yeah, I think they said they're already kind of developing it and everything. Yeah. Uh, first of all, let's let's talk about the thing that uh, you know it was was on everybody's you know kind of minds with this and what we th- all thought was going to be the the dramatic end to this entire movie. Oh hell no! no. They 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 said this is we're going to get this out of the way. So everybody's seen the uh, movie poster, yep. with Tom Cruise holding on to the side of the plane and everything. I was taking off, and of course, being Tom Cruise, he really did that fucking shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, they dashed him to a plane. Not only did he do it, he did it five times, from what I've read.
0: Yeah, that's what I read as well. Which is
1: yeah. astounding because he's yeah. like—I mean, he's at least five thousand feet in the air when they when they do that, and of course he's strapped up to something. So yeah, obviously, if you fall, but I mean, I don't give a fuck who you are. That's big. <laughs> yes, and you know, and it lends it lends authenticity to it. It looks it looks as it was, which was real. So. Um, pretty great, but to really knock that out of the bank and just, and just go like, boom, guess what suckers? This is what we're doing. And we're doing that right fucking now.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I actually really enjoyed that part of it, right? Like, oh shit, they're just going to do this. And then there's still the majority of the movie afterward.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's Uh, only like maybe eight minutes if that,
0: Yeah, if that, um, yeah, it's pretty fucking nuts. Uh, actually, it, it was really cool. It was a g- good fucking stunt, I'll say that. Um, yeah, and and what's crazy about it is that for me, uh, having that big stunt right up front did nothing to diminish the rest of the film.
1: No, it didn't because, and that's the thing: as big and grandiose as you know, as this guy really holding on to the side of a plane that's taking off and just you know going thousands of feet in the air. Um, it's still, I mean, there were still tons of action to be had and it's in, there's, there's not really a boring moment in this film, I don't think.
0: No, I mean, it's, it's pretty nonstop. Right I mean, you're looking the, at
1: 131 here. If you like, I just looked at that right now. I wouldn't have guessed it was that long.
0: No, it it moves right along, man. It is a fast paced. No holds barred movie, and that's kind of what I liked about it too, in comparison to Ghost Protocol, which is uh, which I really really enjoyed as well. Um, uh, kind of what the Mission Impossible films have been doing, and everybody knows this, but it's worth just like saying straight up, Mm -hmm. it is true. Uh, they kind of take a director on, and then that director's writing and visual style really do play out in that film, and this one feels like a christopher macquarie screenplay right it's just that non-stop go 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 uh whereas uh like Ghost Protocol felt like a Brad Bird movie, right? Had these big character moments that were uh, like just interspersed between big set pieces. I was about to say
1: really big set pieces and stuff mm-hmm. that are very elaborately staged and choreographed, as as one from animation would end up doing.
0: Right, but this one, like, while it has those big set pieces, they don't feel as grandiose. They feel more it's like a very on the ground, yeah, gritty. Uh, I mean the that fucking car chase uh, with the bikes and the and everything in this movie through uh, Casablanca, uh, I think is just fucking phenomenal. Um, I I don't know, man. I like uh, it's it, this was a great little uh, action movie for sure, and McQuarrie for for what it's worth, I think nailed it. Just straight up nailed it.
1: And there's so many neat parts that are like almost like one of the things I thought was like really like that they kept it was crazy, was when, you know, Tom Cruise is, you know, kind of driving that bike, doing some chasing and stuff, and of course, you know, it's that kind of, the Grand Prix kind of leaning the bike, getting it all the way to the side there, and your knee kind of damn near hitting the ground, and his knee hits the ground at one point, and he kind of, and it looks like, I don't know if it was planned or not, but he has that kind of look back of like, well, that shouldn't have really, happened. okay, everything, but like it gave, man, it gave a sense of reality to that, that it felt like that you don't fucking see.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Because um, it, it it almost felt like, oh, like shit could go wrong here if you're not fucking careful. And you exactly. know, and and his in this, and Ethan Hunt is always kind of a guy who gets out of a sticky situation. And uh, you know, and there's a point in the movie we won't go into it too much, but there's a point in where he doesn't, you know, live up to the quote unquote action hero standards and kind of and, and goes out and then comes back and that like I mean it's it's kind of astounding that they would let it go that way and I I love that Tom Cruise would allow you know and, and and let's be frank here he's a producer on this film he is the driving force behind all of these Mission Impossible films not only as a star but as a producer as well right um so but really would allow himself to kind of be seen as more of that vulnerable thing in there in that particular scene with the with the underwater and all that kind of stuff. So uh, kind of astounding on that. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, the movie, the movie's great. So the only thing that I would say that I could maybe pick at it a little bit is the villain that we have in it. Um, I don't know that he's established or he didn't feel as strong as I hoped he would. He feels more kind of like a um, like our Bond villains have been as of as of late, kind of where it's just kind of like I'm an evil guy. I've got kind of a you know a different sort of accent. Maybe I'm not the most charismatic person in the world, so it's like it, it didn't work for me quite as much as it didn't feel pure evil, but it also didn't feel like the guy who was having fun fucking with stuff.
0: Yeah, well, I I really like that actor a whole lot, uh, Sean Harris. I mean, I don't think he did a bad job, but it just, it didn't, yeah. it didn't thrill me well, like I wanted like, it to. Like he's done, he's done some really interesting things in, in the UK. Um, so what I knew him from, and again, it took me a minute to, to figure it out because a lot of his other work has, uh, you know, facial hair. Uh, um, but he was in the red Riding. uh series of films back in like 2008 2009 um these kind of like gritty crime thrillers that were set in uh in the uk mm-hmm. um he was also in prometheus uh he's the guy that uh is like sending out the fucking balls that map everything
1: yeah yeah yeah, um, yeah okay
0: and then he was in this really fucking cool uh show um south that's on netflix now that is uh, well worth um, checking out. Uh, but anyway, so I really like the actor, but yeah, you're, you're right. Um, the villain. I mean, I have to say, honestly, like the villain, if, if there is a negative to this being a Christopher McQuarrie movie, I think it's the villain. Uh, he, I don't know. People really like uh, like Kaiser Sose and all that shit. Uh, people really think that uh, it, you know, the one of the big problems with Jack Reacher for me was was that uh for some somehow uh Christopher Macquarie managed to make Werner Herzog as the villain not exciting.
1: I don't know though. I mean at least his it presence worked, made it, it... Was
0: because but it was because Herzog was, was the right like Herzog's Herzog. Yeah. And so it works for that reason, but I don't know that the that Macquarie played any part in that. Um but, yeah, it is that kind of Bond villain. I'm hoping that the new Bond changes that, right? And so we might get some of this shit uh, back in order a little bit. Um, but especially compared to, like, you know, MI3, where you've got somebody like Philip Seymour Hoffman. Like, Jesus Christ, no. He's, he's nothing like that. I
1: mean, right? you know, uh, I, I mean, we haven't, uh, not not to slight the other people at all, but, man, did he set a, a a bar in that third Mission Impossible movie where mm. he is not your typical kind of, you know, villainy sort of guy. Yeah. Um, you know, a little more pudgy dude, got a little more unassuming, but fuck, you were scared of that guy.
0: Yeah. Well, and, you know, like uh, in, in Ghost Protocol, who was it? It was the M- Michael Nyquist or somebody like that. Uh who um i mean he's been in a ton of stuff but people have probably either seen him in ghost protocol or in the girl with the dragon tattoo films the originals um i mean he's fine too right but it is that kind of underwritten thing um for these villains uh like the network i wish had uh, had been made more of it would have maybe played more into how powerful this one guy had right the syndicate. Yeah. I I don't think that the that, that that was used as extensively as I would have liked it, but it was a really good macguffin.
1: Yeah, and, and the thing is is that the the kind of members that make up the syndicate are a little generic for my taste.
0: Yeah, but I also just think that's Macquarie, right?
1: Uh maybe, but I mean, you you could have cast at least interesting looking fellows. Yeah. It's just just as something to look at that's, yeah, that's the big that's thing that's is true. because just because visually you don't look at them and go like, ooh, that looks like you know X. You just look like oh these just look like you know the you know rough tumble guys that you hire to you know be your thug guys or whatever.
0: Yeah, well, there was the, there is like the one big thug guy who who's uh, got an identity right. Well, uh, with the
1: you mean within? Well, I mean there's there's the opera fighting thing guy. I mean that's the only guy that I consider like kind of a standout of well. There's the guy that,
0: that he uh, escapes from. The first time that Rebecca Ferguson's yeah, character okay. yeah, I'll right, give you Ilsa, uh, helps him away, and he keeps showing back up, and he's at least distinct.
1: Exactly, he's he's a guy that you look at and you and you know he's you you know he's a baddie by looking at him.
0: Hmm? These yeah, other cats and, and just he, seem like they could get just his be his anybody. Moment, right? He gets a big moment with uh, Ilsa at the end when they have that pretty badass nice knife fight. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I just yeah. I, I, I did enjoy the movie. I think the the villains, the network is maybe the syndicate is one of the like weaknesses, but I don't think it's a big weakness. Uh, no, it doesn't it, make it. It certainly gets the action going well enough. And that's really all that matters in these movies.
1: <laughs> well yeah, and, and I, I liked how um the, the different like they, they break down certain scenes where there's like, hey, here's the scenarios of the things that we're going to do. And I like seeing all those played out. It's like we kind of got three different movies all together at the same time, which is kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, where it's like, hey, here's the thing we're going to do. Here's this, that and that. And here's the option. No, wait, here's where that would go wrong. Well, here's this, that and the other. It's kind of a pick your own adventure that we get to see. And yet you get to go back in that part of the book where it goes, no now go to this one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I, I thought that was fun. And and gives you and just visually a stimulating thing to watch. Yeah, but I mean, I, I got to say, I, I I'm I'm a big fan of of yes, all the Mission Impossible movies. I even like two. Um, yeah. We kind of talked about that on last week's uh, you know, kind of after show. But it's you know, all right. I haven't seen it. in forever. I mean, I'm not the big look. It's the weakest of them all. I won't argue that one. But
0: I, I, will, I mean, I still I like. I will it. say this about uh, about the Mission Impossible films. Uh, it is the best movie like the franchise is home to the best movie that jj abrams has made yet and definitely the best movie that brian de palma has made in 20 something years
1: Mm, i really uh, i like femme fatale a lot though
0: it's not better than the first mission impossible though i like femme fatale too I'm yeah. not. I'm not knocking. Brian no, no, I'll
1: go. No, I'll give you that. I'll. I'll but I'll, but I'll... I
0: think that's a pretty. It, it is also maybe the worst American John Woo movie, though. And yes, I'm counting Broken Arrow. Yeah. Okay. I mean... And and I'm counting Hard Target. <laughs>
1: and he's counting Hard Target. Oh,
0: yes. Them's words. <laughs> so, uh, but I I do, on the J.J. Abrams front, I hold firm that Mission Impossible Three is the only. Good movie J.J. Abrams has made from start to finish. Right. He made half a good Spielberg movie and half a good Star Trek movie.
1: I think he made one good <laughs> Star Trek movie and maybe a fourth of another
0: good Star Trek movie. Are we are we combining parts of different Star Trek movies that he made to <laughs> make one? Because I might go with that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> little bits over here, little bits over here, a little bit over there. Um uh, it's going to be anyway. good. Star Wars is going to be an interesting time. First Star Wars <laughs> film ever made by a Star Wars fan. So be well, that as it may and he's coming back.
0: I mean <laughs> come on. Except that those two Star Trek movies are pretty much Star Wars fan uh, Star Wars movies made by Star Wars fans. So yeah. I it's technically I think the first Star Wars movie made by a Star Wars fan that has the rights to character names in the Star Wars universe. I think that's how I'd phrase it. It's very specific.
1: <laughs> this is why people don't like you.
0: <laughs> Whatever, uh, man. Yeah. You
1: know, so I, I guess that's uh, <clears throat> two pretty strong recommendations for Mission Possible, Rogue Nation. Um, you know, Alec oh, yeah, Baldwin's great in what, what bits he's in. I hope they bring Alec Baldwin back. I mean, I, I love seeing him in these kind of roles. I, I want to see him do a little bit more. I'd love to see Alec Baldwin in the field. I think that'd be fun.
0: Oh, dude, could you imagine uh, like uh, like old school Alec Baldwin showing up? Like if he if he gets a little trimmer even
1: yeah, just kind of oh. like you know that's like he needs to you know because they reinstate IMF and all this. Stuff. I I I yeah. wouldn't mind it. I wouldn't mind it and at just, all.
0: He just gets to go out in the field all like hunt for red October style. I'd be I'd He's be down. He's in charge of shit. I think that'd be good.
1: Make it happen, world.
0: Yeah, I mean, g- Lord knows, please don't put him in any more fucking Cameron Crow movies. <laughs> Uh, i I mean i think that's what i'd like though uh either that or he needs to um like they need to just revive the clerks animated series and he can just do that forever (laughs) i forgot about that he's on that show that's been a while leonardo leonardo that's him good stuff all right so uh (laughs) no one gives a shit
1: you know about this kids right uh, so next week, um, it's an interesting week, I think. So we got uh, the Fantastic Four coming out. Of course, you can imagine that we'll have a big giant review of that over there on here movie podcast. And of course, we got um, Diablo Cody's new movie, Ricky and the Flash, coming out. I don't know if that is that a it's wide it was, release.
0: It is. It's also the new Jonathan Demme movie.
1: Oh, is it? Is it? yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He directed that. So, uh, and we'll see. What in the world? <laughs> I like exactly one. Uh, well, no, I like two Diablo Cody movies, but one I really like.
1: I thought you were a huge fan of
0: her. No, am I wrong? Who I'm am I thinking? I'm a huge fan of young adult. Huge fan. Okay. Love that movie. Um, one of the one of the best things I've seen. I'm a fan. In the, de- in the best de- in the past decade, I really like uh, Against All Odds. I really enjoy Jennifer's body.
1: That I don't understand.
0: Um yeah no one does I think it's really <laughs> fucking good uh, I hate Juno
1: oh I don't know you, you and I are on the same page there
0: Um, so I th- I think I think that's right
1: <laughs> okay
0: as far fair, as fair enough. as far as where I stand on Diablo Cody um, United States of Terror was alright but that was mostly uh, just uh, char- characters and actors that I liked like Tony Collette's amazing in that fucking nah, who doesn't series. like
1: Tony Collette come on yeah. Uh and, and of course we got uh, the gift also coming out as well, which you just want to you, you you know you you can't get away from a, a nice pair of hands there.
0: <laughs> you know, here's here's something fucking crazy. Did you uh did you see the new trailer for that movie this weekend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't it so much better than the long one they already had out for months and fucking months? Because it doesn't give away absolutely every goddamn thing.
1: Um maybe. I don't know. All I can I mean, think I kinda, about while
0: watching it was like, "This is a much better trailer than the other thing, which is incredibly fucking long."
1: Yeah, I mean, I get, but then again, I mean, with the new trailer, that, that the whole kind of like, "These people were murdered by people years later." Da-da-da-da-da. Yeah,
0: I mean, that sucks. But when you actually get to the movie parts of it, you're like, "Oh yeah, this movie looks like something yeah, I would." The like movie to watch. Part, yeah. Whereas the old trailer, I'm like, "Well, I guess I'll watch that."
1: <laughs> no, yeah, I, I, I can see that. Yeah. So, it's once just you get...
0: the way that the movie itself is cut together to like give a package of things, right? I think it's framed better as as hokey and, and shitty as that, like, you know, people being murdered and then 96 years later, whatever the fuck, you know, that's <laughs> just 96
1: suck. years later. You bad <laughs> me when I was 13. When I'm yeah. 106, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> What he's been dead for twenty years? Fuck.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that whole thing, total bullshit. Uh, but the but the rest of the trailer, I thought like, yeah, this is good. This is a good trailer. I wish I had seen this instead of the other shit that I've seen so many goddamn times in the past three months that I almost didn't even want to see the movie anymore.
1: So we'll be watching that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you, I am less enthusiastic about uh, Fantastic Four. And, and, and in all honesty, my uh my <laughs> most anticipated movie this weekend is probably Shaun the Sheep.
1: Shaun the Sheep. Uh yeah, premier Wallace and Gromit folks. I, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to bang in all of these, but I'm gonna I'll do my damnedest.
0: I'm definitely gonna see that shit. I know it's fucking hard uh hard kids shit, but uh you know, I like uh
1: They couldn't yeah. have shown us as much as they showed in the fucking minions trailers. <laughs> <laughs> I probably won't see I won I probably will not have seen all the gags in that film just by seeing the one trailer. Yeah. But Maybe you're know, guilty of that.
0: I like Ardman a whole lot, man, so oh. I'm going to I'm going to try to check out Sean the Sheep.
1: All right. So Go during
0: the uh, like non-pedo hours or some shit like that.
1: <laughs> Hello kids.
0: <laughs> uh
1: so yeah, so that's next week. Matt until then, where can we find more of your work on the interwebs this week, sir? Uh
0: well, as you may remember, tomorrow, Wednesday at 3 p.m., I am live tweeting Twilight.
1: Sweet baby Jesus.
0: And then Thursday, probably the same time, I'll announce it in advance, a day in advance. So tomorrow I'll let you know what day, what time on Thursday I'm doing this. I will do the next fucking movie, and it will go like that until I've watched all of them.
1: So if you want to see a okay. man's life crumble before your eyes—
0: Head but but I will tweets. say I'm I'm not mocking the movie. I'm not doing MST3K. I don't give a shit about doing that stuff. Uh, you know very well, Adam, that I have very mixed feelings about MST3K as a well, not actual MST3K, but things like Cinematic Titanic and Rift Tracks as just like you know, oh, let's make fun of sh- the fucking movies that you know. So I'm gonna. I mean, ask, I I think it deserves on
1: movies that need that de- that deserve it. Oh yeah, that
0: uh, I'm not discounting that. I'm just saying this is not why I'm watching them. Right. I, I want to go through it uh, and make it to that fucking Bill Condon stuff and see what the fuck the deal is. So I'm not going. If you're if you're following and you're expecting me to. Uh, just sit there and talk shit. There may be some t- shit talking. i was about to say, I don't whatever. think they're
1: going to get through the. I don't think that they'll get through unscathed.
0: But, but it's not going to be like, oh, look at this. I'm not down talking shit. That's my problem. Right? Will uh, you with, please, with will you please so anyway.
1: fucking tag uh, what's her nose in every. Uh, Kristen Stewart, will you tag her in every fucking tweet, please? That'd be hilarious.
0: I mean, I guess. I love her, by the way. I'm a fan,
1: too. I am. I think
0: she is fantastic. I'm looking forward to American um, Ultra. I am. But uh, but anyway, uh, so follow me on Twitter, at Matt underscore Boyd underscore Smith. And uh, I'm on Tumblr, conspiracymediatheory.tumblr.com. So uh, follow me there. Check out the shit. I try to write. A lot of it's Q, but I share a lot of stuff. So get on there. Get with it. It's Tumblr. If you don't know what Tumblr is, you're probably over 25. <laughs> I was about to say, <laughs> <You're>
1: not 30. <laughs> Unless you're me. Uh, so, yeah, so that's it for him. And of course, uh, with me, of course, you can listen to Hero Movie Podcast at heromoviepodcast.com. This week we reviewed Supergirl from 1984. Yowza, what a long, not so great movie that is.
0: Uh, it's so we. Weird, right? How not good that movie is. Wow,
1: we saw, like, uh, Bruce and I ended up seeing, like, the director's cut that's, like, almost two and a half hours. It is ungodly long. And just, boy, they could edit out some stuff. <laughs> really wish I would have uh, gotten the, the standard cut there. But, uh, so we talk about that a little bit. And, of course...
0: Well, at least you've done your homework for the Supergirl show.
1: This much is true. And uh, I've got that Supergirl show. I've I've got to uh, to bust it out and watch it, the first episode that kind of leaked... Um, so whatever. Um, so with that, also, obviously, next week, Fantastic Four. So you know, new. Re- I, I think our, I could be wrong, but I would say probably our last new comic book release re- uh, review of the year there. So it'll all be kind of retros from here on out and stuff. So that'll be fun. Uh, so, here movie podcast, here movie dot com, and of course follow this podcast at the film find at the film find uh, on the tweets filmfind.com and all that kind of shit. Head on over to the iTunes, drop us a review, you lazy so and so's. That would be nice of you to do. I'd, we'd really appreciate that because it's been a long time, and some of you have done it, and some of you have not. So get on it. Uh, <laughs> Mm, some of that action. Alright, so uh that is it, everybody. Until next week for a slew full of more films for Matt Smith. I'm Adam Portras. Take it easy, everybody. I can't believe- Just about a damn hour. That's not too shabby.
0: So apparently uh, people are not paying any attention to the review uh, embargo.
1: Good for them. Good for them. uh, Review embargoes are fucking bullshit.
0: And so, like, things are coming out, and they are not good.
1: Well, I mean, first Holy of all, shit, we're
0: going to
1: look we're going to look back and go, god damn it, Adam, you were a genius. You're a <laughs> you're a scholar in your own time. You wished you <laughs> prayed to the lord above that that movie wouldn't happen. And you know what? you were all going to wish that I that those prayers would have come true. So you're welcome world. but I'm going I'm still going into it with the most clearest of minds. And and again, I also take umbrage with people that probably don't know a shitload about Fantastic Four. I think they're going a lot into, uh, you know, the ultimate type stuff that went there, which I kind of dug. I mean, I like the whole uh-huh. negative zone thing. I mean, I like that kind of idea. Uh, So, what they do with that is going to be interesting, I think. So, I'm I'm going into this with an open mind. I don't have high hopes for it because, I mean, I'm a big FF fan, and I don't think anybody has really grasped how to do that really, really well. Um, The Tim Story things are not as awful as everyone makes them out to be, uh, but they're not good either.
0: No, they're not.
1: (laughs) Um, they definitely are not. They're, they're not good, but I mean, they're not, I, I don't, they're not the, I mean, God, they're made out to be such abominations. So like, I, I take anything that anybody's saying at this point with a grain of salt, because I would, I would venture to guess the majority of them have never read more than one Fantastic Four comic in their entire fucking lives. So.
0: It's very possible.
1: So I, I, I don't take, I don't take, So
0: we'll, we'll see. So, so you guys are really doing uh, only Fantastic Four till the end of the year? Surely, there's other. Uh, if if there if
1: up. there's another one, I don't know it. I I there might be, but as to my just cursory just thought bubble out of my head, I don't I don't think there's well, anything else. You, at least not but that t- higher profile.
0: Well, you know what, you guys should definitely add on is uh Star Wars at the end of the year.
1: Well, I mean, maybe I don't know. I
0: think I think that plays to the demo. And it's certainly part of the Marvel universe at this point. Yes,
1: but at the same time, too, here's the thing. Uh huh. There are a lot of movie podcasts out there that are podcasts out there that purport themselves to kind of do what we do on that show. And don't. And don't. They're yeah, they're more geek related type stuff, which I I got no well, problem don't. with. But don't but say there, that you're that there either. Is,
0: there is a, uh, another superhero movie coming up. What's that? Comes out in late August. It's called uh, Max Steel.
1: Max Steel. I don't.
0: I know nothing about it other than it is uh, some kind of superhero thing. Oh boy, Max yeah. Steel.
1: It doesn't even have a poster on IMDb. What does that tell you? It comes well, out one next on month.
0: Movie Insider. The
1: Adventures of Teenager Max McGrath and Alien Companion Steel who must harness and combine their tremendous pa- uh, new powers to evolve into the turbocharged superhero, Max Steel? This sounds like an utter piece of
0: garbage. But it's be- it's based on a Mattel action figure.
1: Oh, my God. I, if this is the poster for it, this might be worth watching. Just be- I don't think this is going to hit a large audience. Oh, wait, that's Max Steel the TV show. Apparently yeah. there was some sort of TV show. I don't know if that's... Well,
0: it was a toy as well.
1: Ben Winchell, Josh Brenner, Maria Bello's in this. What? Andy Garcia?
0: Mm hmm. You're a little <laughs> more interested now,
1: eh? Oh, yes, very now. <laughs> Is Maria Bello topless in it?
0: Probably not. No, probably. It's probably for kids.
1: All right, well, then fine. <laughs> Look, I can't promise we're going to
0: do Max
1: Steel. Of course, I can't guarantee that Max Steel going to be on more than a thousand screens.
0: I don't it's, know, man. It's got en- Andy Garcia. It is also August 28th.
1: It's hard enough for Bruce to see half of the movies that we end up seeing because he's <laughs> in a podunk West Virginia town.
0: Well, uh, I'll tell you what. We're going to see that shit. We're going to see that and Sinister <laughs> 2 and No Escape, and that's what we're going to do that weekend.
1: What's No Escape again?
0: That's the one with the old crook nose and, uh, and, uh, Lake Bell. Hmm. The, the Owen Wilson. Gotta oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: I don't have high hopes for that.
0: I don't either, but I'm going to watch it. Well, and that's what we do here. I'm <laughs> I mean, like, I'm actually looking forward to watching it. I don't think it'll be good.
1: It's just Whatever. the trailers look. I just and and I like Owen Wilson enough. I mean, I don't hate the guy by any means, but it's just like he's the guy that you choose
0: for the lead for this. Yeah, why I, it not? Just,
1: it just feels horribly miscast. I do, li- I do
0: like the director though. Uh, I do
1: like how Lake Bell gets top billing.
0: <laughs> I mean, I like Lake Bell a whole lot. Uh, her fucking movie that she wrote is brilliant. Um, but uh, you know, like this is the same guy who did As Above, So Below, which I liked. Uh, quarantine, I like Devil. I did like Devil.
1: Devil's good. good. You know, uh, quarantine he gets shit for that was
0: a not. decent remake of Wreck. It was not a good movie, but it was a decent remake of a good movie. Um, and uh, the Poughkeepsie tapes, which never actually got a release, I really enjoyed <laughs> because it's fucking weird.
1: Yeah, I remember you talking about those, but I don't. And I, I remember seeing a trailer, but I, I never. Yeah, you're right. It just it never hit theaters proper, right?
0: It ne- no, it never even got a release. Like, the distributor stopped, like, decided they weren't going dis- to distribute it. Period.
1: Can you find it pe- at all? Or is it just Oh, kind yeah. Of a, you
0: can find it online.
1: It's just a you got to go find it.
0: Yeah, you have to find well, it. Well,
1: goddammit. Now I want to do that.
0: It's, I mean, it's, it's like 90 minutes, but it is all. I still don't have that 90 minutes to spare in this next week. <laughs> it is all, like, straight up found footage, though. There's, like, not even a narrative to it. Huh. It's, it's really interesting.
1: Yeah, I totally remember the trailer, and it's just like, well, this looks at least like an interesting idea.
0: That's... Oh, and it, and it has like straight up uh, legit creepy ass images, uh, unlike a lot of other things that purport to have that. Hmm. But yeah, you're basically just like, it's uh, like the catalog of tapes, basically.
1: Rated R for sadistic violence and torture, including terror and graphic descriptions
0: mm-hmm and it came out uh or it was gonna come out uh um kind of uh at the end of of that uh, of the first like torture porn cycle but mm-hmm. then like it just never happened nobody ever said why uh it's not a really good movie but it's very interesting hmm. uh, so oh well all right man well i got so much
1: shit to watch for next week so keep it yeah we got
0: four movies we got it done that's one for friday one for saturday one for sunday one for monday morning sweet lord
1: (sighs) all right everybody